0: Hi everyone, it's Karen Chong. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the unconscious patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Have you heard the idea that we're moving from an old paradigm into a new, more highly resonating one? And in this new paradigm, the path to spiritual awakening is very different from the way it was formerly understood. In this episode, we're talking about how people thought about spiritual awakening in the old paradigm, and how limited that was. We contrast that with the new version of spiritual awakening, and how radically different the experience can be. And after the discussion, we get to the most important part of this episode. The group frequency calibration at the end is where the frequency work happens and where change actually occurs. So be sure to listen to that. Without releasing distortion patterns targeted by the GFC, the change you want will be more difficult to attain because you haven't addressed the root of the issue. Today, in Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, we're discussing Awakened Awakening. I would like to get your take on what the difference is
1: between the old paradigm and the new paradigm of awakening.
0: Yeah. And that's why we've called this awakened awakening because we really are shifting in terms of what our experience of awakening can be. And I think a lot of people, even to back up a little bit more, don't even know really what that is. No. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're like awakening from what? Yeah. They just know that wherever they are sucks, and they're trying to go somewhere else. Yeah. Right? That's typically what it is yeah, and when they started.
1: I have my eyes open and I'm living my life, so isn't that being awakened?
0: Wake? Yeah, isn't <laughs> that awake? Or um, I've had people say to me, um, you know, I realize that I'm, more than being, that I'm more than just a human, so therefore I'm awake. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, and yet at the same time, they have all this mess, this chaos in their life, and they're really struggling, and they tend to exhibit patterns of low self-worth and drama and all this sort of stuff. So do you see what I'm saying? So they're saying that they're awake, mm. but yet their experience is not that of an awakened being.
1: Yeah, they're still creating the same Same reality. drama, yeah, mm. same drama,
0: same, same chaos, same messiness, same low-level resonance of existence. Right, okay? right. All right. So, what is awakening? Now, there are many, many different definitions of awakening. Yeah. So I, get, I suppose it depends on who you ask. However, for the purposes of our discussion, to me, awakening is a spectrum, okay? It's not like a single moment in time where like, ding, all of a sudden, now you're awake. That's gonna hurt a few people. Yeah, I I know. mean, I'm, I know I would have been that person. What do you mean? You can't just flick a switch and blah. <laughs> Everything's perfect? Well, you know, some people do have that experience actually, where they have very few beings, where they have a moment where it's usually in almost like a near-death experience or this moment where it's like very almost like, you know, it's like right on the cusp of like a physical crisis almost, uh-huh, uh-huh. and then they have an awakened moment, okay? But that's like point zero 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 one percent of the population. Yeah. Most people have to do the work to release the heaviness of the distortion that gives them the sense that the illusion is real, that what they are creating is reality, Mm. and there's only more of that to come. And as they release that illusion and become aware that they are creating that reality and that the reality or the illusion is there to serve them, it's a gift rather than something that causes them to suffer. This is the beginning of awakenedness.
1: Okay, so what I'm hearing, because I would be someone that came from that old paradigm and had to learn, relearn this Mm -hmm. new style of awakening, I hated being in the body because the physical reality that I was experiencing was horrible. Yes. So my idea of awakening, because I felt good when I was out of my body, was to leave the body and leave the physical, and that was awakening. Yes. But nothing was ever changing. Exactly. So you were saying... Yep. I think the same thing that if you want to move into this new consciousness awakening new paradigm of awakening you have to learn to be in the illusion use it as the tool the gift and awaken within that mm-hmm. and learn how to
0: change or yeah to learn how powerful you truly are mm. and the funny thing is a lot of people start their spiritual journey as you say to escape the illusion yeah right because it caused, it, there's so much suffering. Mm-hmm. I mean, why would you want to? It sucks. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it doesn't feel good. Uh, there's a terrible amount of, of of abuse and sacrifice, and a whole bunch of terrible things that happen to people. Mm. You know, humans can be pretty terrible to each other. Mm-hmm. And so, why would you want to be present in the body, feeling all that? Yeah. it's pretty crappy. Yeah. So, the thing is, with this new paradigm of awakening, or Um, it's a more empowered sense because it's not about like you trying to flee the illusion, flee the body, push it away by escaping, like jettisoning it out. You know, you hear a lot about in the, in the spiritual communities, you know, like I'm going home because this sucks. So I'm going home. Right. I hear that a lot. Yeah. Okay. So the thing is, (laughs) you're not going to return to the place that you think you want to, unless you resolve what's happening here first. Does that make sense? Because you're just creating more of that same suffering. Like Trying to escape it isn't resolution. It's still a distortion because you're trying to escape it. You're not able to be with it. You haven't cleared the distortion that causes the friction, the suffering, the resistance. Mm. And until you do that and you're able to be in the reality, comfortable, seated in the center of your body, then you start to experience the divinity you are, the brilliance you are, and you realize, oh my God, this life is amazing. Mm. Even though it can be sometimes painful and challenging and not what I necessarily thought I wanted, somehow you start to realize, wait a minute, this is all happening for me.
1: Mm. And as you're talking, I'm hearing all this, all the other words that you've used along the way, like frequency authority. If you can be in the illusion, Mm -hmm in frequency authority. So self-empowered, in neutrality, non-attachment, mm-hmm. like the six core essentials that you're talking about and you're using them, then your experience or this illusion can be quite different, therefore the awakening process
0: might not seem as painful. Yes, or- and it's actually, um, what it is, it's kind of like, it becomes fun. So it's kind of like the fun that you get from working out. Okay, so let's just back up a little bit. Yeah. So, you've never worked out before, never run, or never ridden a bike, or you know what I mean? It's not part of your thing. Yeah. When you first start for the first couple of weeks, it really sucks, right? Because everything hurts. You're just like, oh, God. You know, just like everything is screaming at you in your body because you're not used to that level of physical exertion. Yeah. And your body's not used to it. And then after a couple of weeks, if you kind of hang with it, you're like, wait a minute, I'm getting stronger here. You know, I can run faster, I don't feel like I'm gonna vomit now when I'm running, yeah. I I can move, I can sit on the toilet and get up easily, you know, like all these sort of things, yeah. right? Where you and you're like, now I'm getting really strong and I can lift things that I couldn't, or I can maybe get out of a car before I had struggled to get out of a car because I didn't have a core muscle, whatever it is. Yeah. Right? So you are strengthening. It's the same on the spirit level, right? So as you use these six core essentials that you mentioned, um, that we outline in the mastery momentum, refining the six core essentials. If you start that right at the beginning of your journey, it's like weightlifting, right? You're like, oh. At first you're like, hmm? Like, this is kind of weird. I'm not sure how this works. What's the integration process like? You have to kind of like, you know, kind of get used to it. Mm. But then it starts to happen faster and faster. You're like, wow, I'm getting really, really strong. So how much more can I clarify? How much more can I use these tools to help me to clarify? And that's when you're standing, as you say, in this empowered state. And as you become more and more empowered, releasing more of your distortion patterns, your frequency resonance rises, As a result, your physical reality starts to mirror that and things start to shift really quickly.
1: So that when I'm listening to you, like the awakening process is really just understanding just how much authority you
0: have over your own kind of destiny. Exactly. Right? Yes. And the clearer, brighter, faster your frequency resonance, the more authority you have. Uh Right.
1: Okay, so
0: what would you recommend? Say I'm a...
1: Complete beginner, mm-hmm. and I want to awaken. I've come from the old paradigm, and you know, it's not working. I've escaped my body. I can astral fly here, there, and everywhere. I can have near death experiences, but I'm still here. Yeah. And it's still the same.
0: Yes, it's still the same. So I'm going to try your way for the first time. What, what would you recommend? Gonna... I'd recommend watching Centering into the Zero Point, which is episode 151. Why am I recommending this? Yeah. Because for people who like to leave their bodies, mm-hmm. You don't really understand the power of being in the center of your body, okay, and why that's so critical in terms of being able to feel more ease, magic, flow, synchronicity. I know it sounds weird, especially if you have a lot of suffering, but you chose to come into this embodiment. Mm. It's actually a gift. Now, I know people say that and people are like, oh my God, if you saw my life, you would not say it's a gift. It actually sucks. Mm. And I understand that. So... The thing is, even though your reality sucks around you, it's mirroring what you are on spirit level. So, if you raise your frequency resonance, what you can do is start to shift what kind of reality can create around you, what you get to experience. And we, you and I, have talked about co-creation. Mm. You know, we've talked about how does that work, and. What does it mean to do that? And all that sort of stuff. And do we create our reality? So if you're curious about that, then I would definitely go check that out. But we mentioned in that your frequency resonance is like looking through a keyhole. Yeah. And as your frequency resonance rises, you only see this much out of the keyhole. But as your frequency resonance rises, what you see starts to shift upward and it starts to expand. So therefore, what you can experience starts to expand. Because as we mentioned in that episode, there's an infinite the field of infinite possibilities okay so that exists in the field of the oneness or pure source of the divine or whatever you want to call it everything already exists what allows you to, to access those higher better more pleasurable more fun more highly resonant re- like realities is your frequency resonance and this keyhole through which you're looking okay so that's really important
1: oh that's an interesting conversation <laughs> <laughs> I guess it really comes back to just getting on with doing the work yep. and looking at my outward reality and mm-hmm. deciding how empowered I want to be, Yeah. how uh, willing
0: I am to do the work, Yes. and um, just getting to it, right? Yeah, and I would say that in the new paradigm of awakening, we really are shifting from the state of the old Paradigm awakening, where it's like I'm broken, I'm wounded, I'm not enough, whatever. And someone above you has to make you better. Yeah. And you kind of like rubble at their feet to be awakened. It's time now to shift away from that.
1: Yeah. And wait on their permission. Yeah. Wait on their permission to, to say that you can awaken them. Yes.
0: So, my purpose here is to give people the tools for them to do it themselves. So, am I guiding? Yes, am I providing the frequency work to help accelerate you? Yes, but this is really fundamentally about empowering you. Mm. This is your journey, your liberation, your reclaiming of the brilliance that you are. Okay. So that's my purpose, is to help in that way. Yeah, for me, I'm in
1: deep gratitude when I meet a person that is gonna help me to be self-empowered in that way and treats me like an equal mm-hmm. to tell me I'm already connected. Yes. You know. And that these are the tools that are going to help me to remember.
0: Yeah, or just become more aware of it. Yeah, or more aware of it, exactly. Yeah, exactly. And so when we, um, you know, you and I talked about, what was it, the name of the episode was Cracking the Code of Co-Creation. Yeah. That's what this is all about, you know. And the thing is, as we move into this new paradigm of awakening, there will be more and more of us who are here to help in a new way. In the sense that not only are we helping, this is what I call Synergetic Ascension. hmm So as the frequency resonance of one rises enough that they can help others frequency resonance rises, that causes those whose frequency resonance is now more buoyant to push everything up. So now the person who helped initially, their resonance gets to rise, which then if they continue to help, then starts to buoy the collective again. And now it's just a spiraling thing of like upward ascension. Mm. So we're moving together. We're not moving as if like, I am better than you, and now, therefore, I'm going to tell you when you're worthy of being awake. You know, Mm -hmm. that's not Mm. the way it is anymore. Mm. And anybody who tells you that you absolutely 100% are dependent on them to awaken, know that this is a form of control. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure, and run the other way. Run the other way. Yeah. Because there's always more than one path to awakening, Mm -hmm. first of all. Yep. Not everything resonates with everyone and truly look for the people who are trying to empower you rather than keep you in the place that you are. So maybe you accelerate a little bit at the beginning and then you stay stagnant. Okay, well, if they're not helping you by giving you tools or whatever it is, however they express how they help, whatever that is for you, yeah. then you really need to ask yourself, do I need to still be in this relationship with this person? Yeah. Do I need to actually move into a um, into. Um, the field of somebody else who can help me in a different way. Okay? And so, you know, I've always been a fan of a multidisciplinary approach. Yeah. You know, the people who come along your path to help you are changing constantly. It's not about fixing on, like, one particular person who's going to help you. Mm-hmm. You know, people get helped by different people along the way. Yeah, for and sure. And I think it's important to be aware of that and to, you know, it's funny. A lot of people will say, you know, they're teachers and not just the teachers, the guru, the healer, the whatnot. It can be your spouse. It can mm. be your kid it can be you know life really in whatever form it takes and that's one of your teachers your greatest teacher you know and that is to take the opportunity to learn from life your relationships whatever is happening for you to raise your frequency resonance okay to ra- rise up in your own consciousness to me that's the new paradigm of awakening now i'm not saying by the way that you have to go share it with everybody in mm-hmm. the sense that you have to now become a teacher and get on a stage and help people Truly, as we awaken or arise in our frequency resonance, your presence alone can have a ripple effect. Okay? Just in terms of who you interact with that day. Yeah. You never know who you helped simply by having a conversation. And it was interesting because you were just sharing the story of how your husband was a little bit struggling one mm-hmm. day. Yeah. And he was having, you know, we all have these days where we're like, oh, I just feel a little bummed. Like, life kind of like ugh, sucks. Yeah. But then he happened to have a conversation with a couple. And, you know, just through their conversation, he entrained to their frequency resonance. His resonance rose. They didn't come over to him and be like, that is you, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would have run away. <laughs> you know? All I did was have a conversation with yeah. him. Yeah. Right? And his frequency buoyed up. Things shifted. And he just he felt better. Yeah. And now his day has shifted because who he interacts with is going to shift too. Exactly. So, yeah. you know... It's funny, we all think sometimes that we have to, in order to be awake, like all of a sudden do, like spread it to all these different people. You don't have to.
1: And have magic gifts.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like
1: to, We seem to think that only the people with the magic gifts are awakened. Yes. It's like, well, you know, just being able to be the conductor of your life or the illusion that you're creating is an amazing magic ability in the first place. Yeah. You know, you don't need to have public approval for
0: that. Exactly. Right? It doesn't matter what other people people think of you yeah and it's funny because I just want to also clarify. thank you for raising this point just because somebody has abilities doesn't mean they're awake yeah I just want to make that really clear because there are a lot of people who have a lot of amazing abilities and they're very very not awake yeah okay so just be aware that that is out there
1: yeah oh well look I'm looking forward to the GFC that's coming after this (laughs) yeah
0: cool For those of you who are new, we're about to start the Group Frequency Calibration, or GFC. This is the most important part of this episode because it's where we actually do the frequency work and where change is catalyzed. So I invite you to settle in and get comfortable. You can sit, stand, or lie down, or if you prefer to walk around slowly, you could even do that too. If during the GFC you find that you start falling asleep, even if you didn't feel tired when you started, just let yourself drift off. That just means that the frequencies are really high and it's more efficient for you to be asleep to integrate them. If this happens, it's good to listen to the GFC portion again a few times until you can stay awake for the whole thing. That's how you'll know you've integrated those higher resonating frequencies. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find that they go into varying degrees of altered state. Please definitely do not drive while listening to this. Okay, here we go. Welcome, everyone, to the group frequency calibration for Awakened Awakening. So as we mentioned in the discussion, there is a lot of dynamic of non-worthiness or seeking for something outside of you or hoping that someone will save you because you can't do it on your own. So this is an introductory uh, group frequency calibration to help to start to shift that for you so you start to feel more empowered in your own awakening process. So let's get started settling in. Becoming aware of your body. And as you become aware of your body, becoming aware of your back body. From the crown of your head all the way down the back of your head, back of your neck. The rest of your back body, over your butt, the backs of the thighs, all the way down to the backs of your heels, becoming really aware of the back body. Noticing what it's touching, noticing the spread of the skin. For those of you who've been doing this for a little while longer, noticing the pores of the skin, the tiny little hairs. Curves in the back body that you don't normally notice, like the edges of your shoulder blades. Good. Nice. Noticing now, please, the soles of your feet. And as you notice the soles of your feet, notice how much detail or not you notice. Noticing things like the creasing of the skin, the spread of the toes, the distance or the length of your arch. Good. And now please become aware of your breath. And as you become aware of your breath, just noticing it at first without changing it. And then after noticing your breath for a couple of breaths, allowing your breath to deepen, to take up much more room in the body. For it to become much more full and much, much longer. So slowing the breath down. And when you're ready, please imagine your breath is starting to expand and contract in all directions around you, like a balloon or like a sphere. So as you inhale and exhale, this Sphere or balloon expands and contracts around you. Cultivating more spherical awareness. Good. Mm-hmm. Excellent, and now becoming aware of your surroundings, and as you notice your surroundings, noticing the smells around you. Now, smells a funny thing because we get get used to smell really quickly, but notice what you can sense with your smell. So as if you've walked into the room for the first time. So perhaps you notice the smell of fresh air through a cracked window. And in that fresh air there's a smell of rain or grass that's been cut or the dampness of leaves. Perhaps you smell your own shampoo. Just becoming aware of the smells around you. Noticing if they're very close to you or much further away. And if you can't smell anything, it's going to sound odd, but notice if you can feel the smells. Some of you can, okay? And if you can't, just breathe. And if you don't know what I mean by feeling the smells, chances are it's not available to you, okay? So just breathe. Some people, as they rise in frequency resonance, start to feel their, vis- their senses. So they have a feeling to the sound. It's not actually the physical sound. The sound has a feeling. Same as their visual stimulus, etc. Okay? Your taste. So it just depends where you are and what's available to you. And now, blinking your eyes open, noticing the quality of the light. You're not looking at anything in particular. In terms of objects, you're just noticing the quality of the light, which is changing all the time. And for those of you who are more experienced, you'll notice that as the light changes, what you'll perceive or feel in the light will change. And the information in the light, and what you can receive from it will change. And after you've noticed the quality of the light, for a couple of seconds, please triangulate. So for those of you who are new, triangulation simply means becoming aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. And then noticing the distance and then feeling the distance between each object and you. So, for example, if object A is the couch, noticing the couch is about four feet to you. And then feeling that distance. And then doing the same thing for objects B and C. And you'll find as you do this with each object, your sense of where you are in space starts to be more clear, more focused, and more present. You. And whenever you have finished triangulating, blinking your eyes closed, bringing your attention to your heart space in the very center of your chest in your nipple line bringing a hand to this spot, or a finger, in addition to your solar plexus, which is between your belly button and the base of your sternum. Your sternum is that big, thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. So finding those two spots, putting a hand or a finger or two on each of the spots, taking a nice deep breath in, holding it for a count of six. And then whenever you finished that six count, releasing the air out of your lungs at the speed and intensity you prefer, holding your breath out for a count of four. And whenever you've completed that one single long breath, breathing normally whilst we wait, for the masterminds to coalesce and become coherent. So while we wait for that to happen, for those of you who are new, please note that I am working on you at the group and the subgroup level. That I sometimes work in silence. When that's happening, it's because the frequencies I'm working with are really high and the mastermind is w- moving fast enough for us to access those frequencies. So in those cases, if I were to make physical noise or sound, it wouldn't benefit you because it just drops the frequency resonance. You'll also hear me make sound. So you'll hear me hum and yawn and exhale sharply on occasion. And that's how I release some of the heavier, stickier distortion patterns. Not always, but often. And if I say something that really resonates with you, Is likely a distortion pattern that you're running. And if I say something that you really resist, it's likely a distortion pattern that you're running. So I invite you to remain open, curious, and to examine and explore further Yeah, keeping your attention in the heart space now. Let's go ahead and ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? That question again is how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source. And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this surprisingly vast space, imagining or sensing a brilliance at its very core that becomes brighter because you have your attention on it. And as this brilliance gets stronger, more intense, it starts to expand outwards through all of your cells. Out in all directions through your organs, your bones, your muscles. Out through the flesh, and through the pores of your skin into the space between your physical body and the outer perimeter of your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. And sing the brilliance within the sphere. And now, please become aware of the space all around the sphere. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm pulling your frequency resonance higher, irrespective of where it began. This is one of the most important things we do together because how high your frequency resonance is dictates everything from what your life looks like, how you feel about it, how fast you can change, how much abundance you experience. So this is one of the most important things, as I mentioned, that we do together. Good. Excellent. Becoming aware now, please, of your heart space in the center of the chest and your brain stem, which is the lower back half of your brain as it leads into your spine. So as you become aware of each of these spots, and you can use your hand to place a hand on each spot to bring your attention there, the first distortion pattern we're going to release is that of non-deserving, non-worthiness that you're somehow deficient in some way. Okay, you're broken, you need to be healed, you're not enough, you haven't done enough, you don't know enough, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. So, because of these distortions, you feel you need someone else to heal you, save you, et cetera. And as a result, you are less than whoever that person is. Okay, so it's a power dynamic here, which is quite frankly a very old paradigm. So let's release all that so you can step more into self-empowerment. So as we work together, if you can imagine that same brilliance that you imagined just a few minutes ago, expanding again from deep within you, in all directions around you, Keeping your attention in your heart space, and also right in the center of your pineal gland, which is right, a little sphere right in the center of your brain. Okay, so interestingly, this is a scarcity pattern. Okay, you like you you somehow are insufficient. There's not enough something, resources, knowledge, time, whatever it is for you to be empowered or truly awaken or have the life that you want. So let's release that. It's a huge pattern. For many of you, this is reinforced through your lineage and cultural distortions. Yeah, and implicit with this is actually a religious distortion pattern, which is that everything you seek is outside of you which reinforces this scarcity pattern. You're always chasing time, money, awakening, empowerment, whatever it is, healing. Here we go. This underscores the lack. And becoming aware now of that xiphoid process, which is right underneath the sternum, okay, which is that big, thick bone underneath, in the center of your body, in the center of your chest. Sorry. Okay, so if you trace your sternum from the hollow of your throat all the way down to its base, when you go from bone to fleshy point, and that fleshy point is a little tender when you press on it, that's your xiphoid process. So from there, straight down towards your belly button in a straight line by about 3 inches or 7 centimeters. Just focusing on that line for a moment. Just clearing out your pain body because your pain body has a memory of you before the frequency work was done. Which makes it much harder to integrate because you keep smacking up against the memory of who you were. Here we go. It only takes a couple of seconds. Good. This brings us to the end of this group frequency calibration. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. If the topic of this GFC resonates with you, it's very likely that more work than can be provided in this one GFC is needed to clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics If you like an opportunity to ask me questions in real time, then subscribe to the Spherical Luminosity YouTube channel and click the reminder bell to be notified when I'm about to go on live. For the latest news about upcoming events and to be notified when sessions with me are released, subscribe to our newsletter. Join us and let's rise together.